Hello, Andrea. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Oh, we're, we're finally here, aren't we? We've finally <laughs> made it here. Oh, dear. We so how are you? <laughs> I'm great, thank you. We were supposed to be on Facebook Live, weren't we? But we were. It, it didn't but... happen in the end. Yeah, it's technological difficulties. I'm not sure why. It's temperamental. So we are now here on Zoom. So it's lovely to see you again as well. And you. <laughs> it's lovely to see you again. How are you today? How are you feeling? Good, thank you. Very good. Yes, very good. I'm super excited to be speaking to you today. Well, made my notes. You've got notes? <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. Super prepared. Um, well, may maybe we've got similar ideas or maybe we've got different ideas about what we were going to speak about. But I just wanted to chat to you as a person about your weight loss journey, taking into account the fact that it's already been and gone. And I want to talk about life after the diet, or yeah. weight maintenance coming up afterwards. And that's what everybody wants, isn't it? This is what everybody's trying to achieve. Absolutely. Lose, yeah, lose the weight. But then after the weight loss, then what? A lot of people are scared of this. <gasps> a lot of people struggle. So what, there's, what? there's nothing to be scared of, but it's just a question of getting your mindset right. Okay. So is, did you have the same ideas for this conversation as I did then? Is that what you were thinking about as well? I think or? I probably did. Well, I mean, I've, I've made these notes and I thought sort of maybe a little bit of history about why I joined. Yes, that'd be fantastic. Um, because, okay, shall I, shall I start? Let's, let's just jump straight <laughs> into it. I would, love to, I would love to hear a little bit of your background weight loss story. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, from the beginning, I've, I had never really been a particularly big person. Um, growing up, I was an average size 12, probably right into my late 20s that's a good size nice. um when i good yeah feeling yeah, good feeling good I, nice. I felt that that i was well i didn't really give a second thought to food you eat to survive and you vary your diet as much as you feel you want to it was after i had my son um, at the ripe old age of 27 i'd put on maybe two and a half stone during the pregnancy. And although I lost some of it, a little bit stayed and I carried on. Um, didn't really think about weight because I was too busy chasing a child around. And then when he'd grown up a little bit, I went back to work. I had a sedentary job mm -hmm. sitting at a desk. Um, and people used to bring in treats and you used to eat them. <laughs> but then I went common. through a stage um, in my first marriage, which broke down. And mm. I, at my lowest, my very lowest weight that I can remember, I went down to six stone 12. Six stone 12. And how tall are you, if you don't mind me asking? Five foot three. Five foot three. Okay, so that's that's still very slim, even at five foot three, isn't it? It was in incredibly. Yeah, that's incredibly. very that's very and slim. I, so I was that, quite poorly with it. Sorry, were, or were you? So I was going to ask you: Was that through not eating due to stress, or yes? yes. Interesting. Yes. Because some people stress eat, don't they? And then I suppose some people stress not eat. 
what I find personally with myself is if I'm a little bit stressed, I eat. And if I'm very stressed, then I don't. I, I don't. If I'm a little bit stressed, coffee. Coffee's your go-to, is it? Black coffee. That could be a top tip for people. They could try that, couldn't they? Because it's low yeah. calories. Yeah. It's yeah. The, yeah. If I'm ultra stressed, mm -hmm. then I just don't eat either. Mm. So, but at that stage of my life, I'd, I'd been married for 13 years. It, it wasn't working. I needed to get out. So bit the bullet, got out, met somebody else, was really happy and started to put healthy weight back on. Oh, nice. Okay. That's good. So I probably got up to eight and a half stone, which is reasonable for my height. Okay, yeah. But then menopause hit. Oh, here we go. And I went up to 11 stone two. Okay, yeah. So that's a, a, that's a little bit of a jump, isn't it, from... Very much so. Yeah, okay. And that was in, in my late 40s. Mm. so menopause was particularly horrible um it's i i did it cold turkey i didn't have any medication or anything like that because i'm not one to put poisons into my body which is probably a very negative thing to say but i haven't really had to have medications in my life and i'd rather not yeah if you can be medication free that's a good yep. thing isn't it? Um, yep, for, absolutely. Some for some people menopause hormone replacement therapy helps some people it hurts for some my people, sister is still on it she's 69 this year mm -hmm. for some people it helps them literally and some people it hurts them for some people it's good and for some people it's not good yeah. it's it's just personal what what yes, different absolutely. people feel like for sure absolutely so i managed to get through it and i ended up probably being around the 10 stone mark and then that crept up a bit more. Then I had a series of life, event, life events which mm. dragged me right down, um, culminating in my husband being diagnosed with a brain tumour yeah. in 2016 and dying 10 weeks later. Um, I managed to get down to eight stone 10 with the stress. I was going to say, is that through lack of eating by stress again? Yeah. Oh my Lord, yeah. okay. So tired, looking after him by myself for nine weeks at home. Well, I, I had the help of my son and I couldn't have done it without him. Um, but I'd, I'd got no intervention from any support agencies or anything like that. And we didn't have wow. a particularly supportive GP either. Wow. Um, but got through that. And then my mum decided that she didn't want to live anymore and she died five months later. Why do you say she decided? What does that mean? She had a major stroke um, wow. back in 2011, nine mm. months after my dad died. Mm. And she wasn't expected to recover, but she did. And she wasn't expected to walk again, but she did. Oh, this is sounding okay. And she wasn't expected to go home, but she did. Okay. And she had independent living for almost five years at home with carers, mm -hmm. which was absolutely brilliant. But she never regained her voice. She had full mental capacity, but she was locked inside. Wow. Her head. So. But she had really... she had movement. She could write. She had she? limited movement. She lost. Um, she lost her right arm. That was dead. 
she had a spastic right arm and she had to wear an ankle brace on her right leg but she managed to mobilize with a quad stick and get around a little bit but over the years she deteriorated and she got to the stage where she needed to go into a care home mm. and that's when major deterioration started excuse me i'm just being attacked by my cat here no that's okay <laughs> And so I had to put her in a care home, which was probably the saddest day of my life. Mm. But I say she managed another 15 months, but she, she'd worn out. I mean, okay. we were only given her prognosis of maybe two to three years and she managed five. So that was excellent. Strong she lady. died three days before Christmas. So from then on, I started to comfort eat. Interesting. Okay. So a difference from previous events in the past. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I really started to comfort eat. And with it being Christmas, I just bought a whole load of really nice food mm. and picked out on it. No one could blame you. No, I just felt sorry for myself. So yeah, I thought, well, yeah, yeah, let's eat it. And yeah. then after Christmas, the bars of chocolate started. Yeah. Family sized. <laughs> <laughs> at least one sometimes two even three a day three a day family chocolate bars Ooh, oh yes oh, you're going in hard on chocolate then oh, <laughs> you, you were having a you're having a nice time there i had a real chocolate fest <laughs> it sounds so and that probably lasted <laughs> for two three months interesting okay cost a fortune <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what buying that much chocolate i suppose it I might do it must I be don't. it must be i don't know three to five pounds a day or something what would that accumulate oh, I, I just i i dread to think i've i've never really totted up the cost of yeah. how much it, it, it i don't think people sometimes people don't take into account how much snacks can cost in terms of money little no. little snack here one pound there one pound coffee out this that yeah. hundreds of pounds per month sometimes yeah and during that period of time never bothered to get on the scales understandable but one day i woke up and i thought you can't keep doing this because i felt dreadful mm, did you um mm. i'd actually made the decision not to go back to work because i didn't know how long i i would feel pretty rotten and i didn't know how long the grieving process would take and didn't feel it fair to keep that job open for me if i wasn't going to go back so i resigned okay. from work wow and I just used to sit up till the early hours of the morning, go to bed, get up about nine, ten o'clock, and it wasn't good for me. I'd never been a particularly morning person, but I, I could feel the effects and I didn't like them. So one day I thought, enough, mm. get on the scales. So I got on the scales and I was 10 stone nine. Oh, that's not so bad. That's not bad for flipping 3,000 calories of chocolate per day for multiple months. <laughs> well, it, it was two stone. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. That, um, that does make sense. And I just felt lifeless. So I thought, right, you need to start doing something now. So I stopped with the chocolate every day. Started eating what I considered a reasonable diet. Mm -hmm. and maybe a few months later I thought mm, perhaps I ought to join a gym I've been meaning to do this for a very long time says she who swore blind throughout her life she would never set foot inside one 
<laughs> Times change, though, don't they? Feelings they change. They certainly do. People change. So I emailed and I got an instant response and I, I booked a, a trial, a tester. So I went in, liked what I tried. Can I ask I you which, which gym you went to? It was a local ladies' gym. Oh, um, nice. In Arnold in Nottingham. Okay, interesting. And they have motor tone equipment, so you don't really have to work too hard. <laughs> which is probably why I liked it and there was no pressure you could just do what you wanted you could either use the static equipment or use the motor tone equipment I did a combination of both to begin with um, and I actually joined on the anniversary the first anniversary of my husband's death because I thought that was a good omen oh okay so like build a little bit of a positivity into that yep. anniversary as well. That makes sense. Okay. Wow. Yes. And they, they also gave dietary advice and nutrition advice, not particularly good, but oh. <laughs> so, and you, you had eight week reviews where your measurements were taken, your weight was taken, all blood right. pressure, all sorts of things like that. And so that progressed and I got down to nine stone 11 okay. over a, about a year 18 months so there was some there were some losses there there, there was a little bit of loss but i, I was sort of yo-yoing hmm. losing a bit putting a bit on losing a bit putting a bit on and i didn't want that hmm. I, I needed to actually shift this hmm. 11 pounds and get down to nine stone so in the september i think it was 2018 one of your members sent me a link. Really? Ooh. Yes. And it it took me until April 2019 to actually decide that, yeah, there's a two-week free trial. Why not? Let's go for it. So okay, that's when yeah. I joined. And I think that, that was the very first time we chatted. And we haven't chatted a lot since, only on Zoom meetings. <laughs> <laughs> because I haven't felt the need because the information that was there was adequate mm -hmm. for me. Um, well, it's an online program, isn't it? I live in Sheffield, absolutely. you live in Nottingham. Yes. This is kind of the idea, yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, we, we've spoke on the phone and via message quite a lot and yep. on Zoom meetings. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. So I, I started and took the opportunity to actually look at what I was eating to see how calorific it was. Mm. Mind-blowing, jaw-dropping. <laughs> so I was probably eating between two and a half thousand and three thousand calories a day because of my portion sizes and not eating many vegetables and mm. hardly any fruit. Okay. Now now you're a big fruitarian. Well, not a fruitarian, but you're a big fruity now, aren't you? Yes. I have absolutely changed my diet mm. I would never have thought in a million years this would be me the the things that you do now the and things the I do now wow, okay. having been brought up on everything full fat because yes. I was born in Devon with the cream <laughs> teas the full fat milk the lovely cheeses mm. clotted cream ice cream and things like that it does sound appetizing my dear it's, it's very appetising. I still eat it because I can. Yes, you can. You're exactly yeah. right. 
yeah. But as I say, this this has actually changed my life such that I will never look back. I managed to lose my eleven pounds within three months. Which is, that's a decent go, isn't it? That's a decent yeah. go. Um, yeah. So, especially at a low body weight like you already started, because it gets a little bit tougher the smaller you are. You put me on a maintenance of fifteen hundred. See, that's quite low to start with, isn't yeah. it? That's quite yeah. low to start with. Yeah. That's that's because again, your um, average height, but you were already in the lower ends of mm-hmm. sort of BMIs or weight ranges when we were even starting, weren't you? But I think what did it for me was the fact that. When I joined the gym, I'd gone up almost two dress sizes from how I was with the the chocolate fest. Mm. Um, And I was looking to be buying size 16 clothes. And I'm quite petite, being five foot three. um, And that just made me feel very, very uncomfortable. Mm. Very uncomfortable. I, I just didn't want to have to go into that dress size because I'd never been bigger than a size 14 in my entire life. Yeah, interesting. So for me, it, it was just a, no, that's that's it, end of, enough. Interesting, yeah, cut off the line there. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, it took me, I, I joined on the 8th of April, 2019, 15th of July, I reached goal, but it didn't stop there. Have you got these dates written down or have you, have you got like yeah. a rain woman memory? This, yeah. is, it's, it, this is all in your mind. You just know all these dates. They're important dates because they're because, milestones. Because I can see you and it doesn't look like you're reading off. You're not re- I can see that you're not reading I've off. I've got anything. all my notes here. I haven't referred to them. I can see that. I'm thinking... <laughs> I can, I can see you looking at me and not reading these days. I'm thinking, okay, you've yeah. got a fantastic memory. Wow. I haven't. Well, I've, I've probably got a fantastic memory for mostly trivial things. When okay. it comes to important things, I have to write them down. Otherwise I forget. But I've always been like that. And I, I haven't got a very good attention span either. But that's just me. I, I never have. When it, when it came to revising for exams at school... I tried, but it just didn't work for me. So I didn't do particularly well at school. Well, I'll be really excited then in this conversation to get to the part that's going to be coming soon about what we actually did and how you've managed to do so well then. For somebody <laughs> with a low attention span, how did you manage to lose the weight perfectly and then you've managed to keep it off without even a hitch? And you're saying that you changed all of your food intake in ways that you never even thought were possibly going to happen. How has this gone on? <laughs> well, the plan is, well, you your slim society is just a life changer because <laughs> it teaches you how you, how to eat properly and how to eat to sustain a healthy lifestyle. So you said the first thing that you did when you joined was you started looking, so this is where we got to in the story. You joined the program, yeah. you found out about the program, you left it a little bit, which is normal to be fair. Some, yeah. people, <laughs> some yeah. people think about it for a good amount of time until they feel ready. And maybe it got to that point for you, like you were saying, where you got to that clothes size sort of yep. boundary and you thought, oh, okay. I might and I not want it to be tiny. I couldn't shift those pounds that I wanted to as well. So, mm. but yeah, so reaching goal. Um, I'd, if I look back here, I'd actually done a little, I think I, I did post this the other week in response to somebody else's post. 
I found a way of, of writing things down and I this will be back to front, but I had all my little figures. Okay, yes, you're gonna have to describe that what that is for me if that's okay. This is actually um week one to twelve. I wrote down my allowance, which was ten thousand five hundred calories per week. Per week, okay. So you did a weekly calorie balance. I did yeah. I did like a weekly count. I mean I wrote every day my calorie intake and jotted down the deficit and I totaled that up at the end of the week. I, I love this already. You know, I love the weekly perspective. This could, I love when people get away from the day by day win or loss. Oh, I'm a good person because I ate well. Oh, I'm a bad person because I didn't eat well on this one specific day. One no. day is not important. You're, no. you're already thinking averages from the start and this is great. Yeah. Yeah. Because what, what you've taught me is it's all about balance. Mm. Now, you can't balance it day by day. You need to have a wider window. So by doing it weekly, I would look and say week one, um, I used 9,670 calories. <laughs> how how you, many is that per day do we know on average? Oh, I don't know. I didn't work that out. Uh, it must be 1,000 <laughs> and, and a bit. Well, looking here, starting off, my first week... Um, on the Monday, I was 1,568 calories. Okay. So I was 68 over maintenance. On your first day ever. That's on not a bad first, go. That's not because 1,500 is flipping low to even start with, isn't it, as a, as a starting target? And that's because yeah. you started at a low body weight. Most people who join my program yeah. would start with a, a higher calorie intake target than that. Mm. Most yeah. people's it's 2,000 or very close. But for the, for the whole of that week, I, I was a total of 830 calories under. So you made an 830 deficit for the week. So that was okay. my deficit over the week. Okay, yeah. And when you look at it like that, you think, well, actually, that's half a day's calories. Cut out. Yes, actually, out. that is a good point. Yeah, because if, you, if your rough calorie maintenance is 1,500, not accounting yep. for step count or movement, etc. Yeah, so you'd gone down from seven days eating to six and a half days eating on average. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. So I say that that's looking at it from a different perspective. Not a bad start, eh? Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Not bad. We don't mind yeah. that on week one. But, uh, and then a little chunk. Week two hmm. was similar. It was 819 deficit. Okay, yeah. But week three, I was 1,697 over. Oh, okay. So you went un under for two weeks and then over the next week. But Ooh. over that three-week period, yeah, it virtually balanced out. Yes, okay. Okay. And let's say that regardless of what the theoretical maintenance number is, you thought before the calorie counting, you were eating more like 2,500 calories per day. So now, even with... The deficit that we're creating you're you're talking about on a target of 1500 which is probably already a thousand less than you were eating previous mm. like with cutting out all the chocolate and stuff like this so yep. it's already a good it's already a good change yeah mm. in the beginning i did cut out things like cakes biscuits sweets went on the healthy plan okay yeah, yeah. um because i thought if i do that then that's something that once i've got where i need to be i can perhaps reintroduce mm. so i just thought basically excuse the language shit or bust okay <laughs> all right then <laughs> so let, let's just do it yeah and, and make a start on it so, so good good commitment think, there then that yeah. close size boundary must have really got you 
It did. It did. <laughs> it, it sounds it, like it. It ready. really, really hit home mm. um, because I, I just didn't want to keep adding to the weight and the dress size because I'd looked at other people I knew who hadn't really bothered. And I thought, well, I've got no outside influences. I've got no caring responsibilities. I've got no job to go to. I have no financial problems. I can now use this time on me. It's very interesting and powerful that you say that because you, you could also think I have no responsibilities. I have nobody to answer to. I have nobody to care for. So what does it matter? But you didn't. No. No, you thought the exact opposite. So what What do you think gave you that little, because that's a positive perspective. For a number of years, I'd been, well, I, I suppose from, from when you give birth to a child, you have caring responsibilities. Mm. And um, life gets in the way. You build a home, you've either got a rent, rent payment or mortgage payments you've got children to look after you're probably financially unstable for a high percentage of your life and sitting back and thinking about it our mortgage had been paid the year before my husband died so that was good i i'd got no responsibilities there um i'd taken my nhs pension when I turned 55. So I'd got a small pension coming in each month. I'd also got a private pension, which I was going to take when I was 60 anyway. So I'd got that buffer. And then when my mother died, she left us an inheritance, which was very nice. Um, my siblings used their share in the ways they wanted to. My sister put it towards property. My brother likes expensive cars and nice holidays. And I just thought, well, hey, why, why leave it in a bank account somewhere, accruing money and then dying and somebody else gets the benefit of it? Why don't I spend it on living? Fair so, enough. so what did you do? So, well, it's actually still in the bank account or in a, in a it's invested because... I'm taking the pension, my private pension, mm -hmm. and I have my NHS pension, and I can live quite comfortably on that. But I know that when I want to buy an electric car, <laughs> I've got the money to do it. Is that one of your goals? Do you, what type of electric car do you like? Do you fancy a Tesla? <laughs> Is um, that what you're saying? No, just boring old Nissan Leafs. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a nice car, though. <laughs> That's a nice car, though. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so so I, as I say, I've got no financial worries uh, and I can concentrate on me. And, and that that's I got to that stage where I thought for, for all those years, I've, I've had caring responsibilities. I've had to go to work to make sure I've got enough money to pay this, that and the other. Um, but but now I was in the position whereby I'd got none of that responsibility anymore. And it was time for me that's really good that's a position that a lot of ladies find themselves in because if you, you're a caring person you've spent your entire life running around after other people like you said kids job husband family you've just got this that it's not that you don't care about yourself it's just that on your list of priorities you're number 17 so or even of, lower 
<laughs> perhaps yeah depends if you've got animals or the hoovering to do and you just get bumped down and down and down and down and down don't yeah. you yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you took that time for yourself yeah, there. I did and and I, I think also it's very beneficial in that by turning your life around you start to like yourself and eventually self-care leads to I love me and I, I love the way I am now. And I love what I've become. Yeah. And that's you, purely down to actually making myself happy by changing my habits and my relationship with food. So it's, yeah, it sounds like you, you feel like you've changed a lot. You've mentioned some sort of things similar to that or along those lines multiple times in this conversation already that you feel like there's been big changes in who you are as yes. a person and this has led to happiness now you're saying that's fantastic yeah and I think also age plays a big factor as well okay because you get to a certain age and you just think well I've stayed quiet for a lot of my life mm. and I've put up with crap from other people um but I've got to the age now where Quite honestly, I don't care what I say and if it upsets somebody because they should sort of grow up and get used to it. <laughs> yes, I, I agree. I, I agree. Um, it's... It's all about self-preservation, I think. You've got to do what's, what you feel is right for you and, and if you tread on a few toes along the way, so what? Well, if you don't look after yourself, then perhaps no one will be to some extent. Humans work, as, humans work as a society and we work best in teams. Um, yeah. But it is also important to look after yourself as well, yeah. isn't it? For sure. Because if you put other people first, then no one's putting you first. And then where That's are right. you on the list? Exactly. You're, yeah. Yeah. you're down on the list. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes even to help people, to be, to be unselfish, you have to be selfish because if you want to give time or energy or happiness or money or something like this to other people, you have to have spare of these resources within you. If you don't have any time spare, how are you going to spend it with other people? If you don't have any energy, how are you supposed to, or happiness, how are you supposed to cheer or boost other people up? It's not possible, is it? So at some, at some point, in some extent, everybody has to look after themselves in some way, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. So, from reaching my goal weight, um, it didn't stop there because I carried on losing a little bit, which I got in touch with you and you said to bump up my maintenance by 200 calories. Oh, so we've so we've we've jumped in the story a little bit. So we've done the weight loss. Your weight's come down. Yeah. You've achieved your goal. We did that through calorie swaps in foods and, and yes. healthy eating, etc. Going from full fat things to either lower fat or fat free things. All right, that helped you, did it? That's a good, yeah. It did. It yeah, did. Some people like that. Um, cutting out. I mean, I've I've never been a particularly large potato or bread eater. Okay. Um, speciality bread, yes, but I'd have to eat the whole thing with half a pound of butter. What do you mean, speciality bread? What does that mean? <laughs> Olive bread. Ooh, all right then. <laughs> Tesco do a beautiful calamata loaf, but you have to eat it with half a pound of butter. Yeah. 
and you just have to eat the whole lot in one sitting. So yeah, that's like 800 calories for your loaf. And then the butter, whoa, that's it. Don't eat for another day. <laughs> Some people might be so bloated if they ate that they couldn't eat for another day. <laughs> I know, I know. But but yes, it, it, it was sort of making tweaks here, tweaks there, um, changing maybe one or two things over a period of two or three weeks and just finding things that I enjoyed. Shopping took a lot longer. Because when you I have to think about what you're buying. Yeah, yeah especially at the start. Looking at labels. Good, and yeah. Checking Good. what the calorific value was, the protein value, the fat I, value. I swear that security guards have followed me around supermarkets. And me thinking that I'm stealing things because I now during, during COVID and everything, I don't pick up packages that I'm not going to buy. So I don't, I don't go around the supermarket picking up things and then putting them back down. But I used to check the labels of things and I would be in the supermarket a while walking yeah. around the aisles. And sometimes I could, I could see out the corner of my eye, the security guards getting suspicious at me. I'm like, I'm just looking at the protein intake. It doesn't say it on the front. Okay. You've got to turn the packet over. <laughs> I'd already gone through this when my husband was diagnosed as diabetic. Oh, okay, interesting. So we we had to find sort of healthier foods for him. Yes, yeah, with less fats and and yeah. less sugars and things like that. And and I suppose I, he he joined Slimming World. Sorry, <laughs> but um, and I had to go along with him. Okay. Because I do, I did most of the cooking mm-hmm. and I did all of the shopping. So that sort of gave me an education with regard to looking at labels. Okay, yeah. Um, some of the Slimming World foods now, looking back, they were just laughable. What do you mean? Um, using um, mash, mash potato, instant mashed potato powder with cottage cheese and mixing it all together and baking it i can't even remember what it was called but it tasted foul why and this this was one of the recipe the slimming world recipes it it was supposed to be like a scone but like a a low ingredient healthier version and it didn't taste anything like a scone well no being being a devonian i know what a scone (laughs) tastes like (laughs) <laughs> I've had so many with my creatine. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm sure. But yes, as I say, and and having now having the education that I have in regard to portion sizes, mm. it, it's just looking back. I think, well, had I have known about this group in the, all those years ago, well, it's not that many years ago, but surely we could have done things a lot differently and he would have lost a lot more weight than he did. But Well, now we don't... Um, well, we don't on the Six Steps to Slim really make strange versions of scones. We just eat a normal scone, but then just account for it in terms of your calorie intake overall and then maybe eat better somewhere else a little bit. Absolutely, so, yeah. absolutely. Just or, balance it in. Yeah, yeah. Or have a pig out day and then have a couple of non-pig out days. And that's a balance, isn't it? This yeah. is what this is what we always speak balance about. It. Yeah. Again, it's it's that seven day window just to balance it out over the week. 
Yeah, I would say for me personally, I probably try and balance my food intake over more like two weeks. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's literally just, I'm just thinking about this now, personally. It's I'm usually not judging myself on a week to week basis. I'm usually judging myself how I'm doing overall over a couple of weeks. And if I, was, I think I've not been eating great, I'll clean it up a little bit. Yeah, I was quite judgmental to begin with, obviously, because it was a new thing to me. And, and to begin with, I, I just thought, oh, no, you can't eat that. You can't eat that. It's too many calories. You need to stick within that 1500 to begin with. Um, but well, then you were taking it seriously. That's what I, I was taking it deadly seriously because I wanted to get down to nine stone. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm actually eight stone eight. Right now at this point. This morning. Oh, fantastic. Um, but that's not deliberate. That's just how it pans out because I eat good portions of food and, but they're not rubbish or what I consider to be rubbish now. Um, prior to joining, I would have maybe two portions of vegetables, three, maybe four times a week and maybe one piece of fruit a week. Now, now, now you eat more fruit than you would have eaten in <laughs> a month in a day. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm averaging between eight and ten portions of fruit and veg a day. Well, hey, that's better than me. I'll give you, I'll give you a prop there because that's better than me. <laughs> because I've, I've just, I, I don't know, over over the months since since I reached Target, I've I've still tweaked my diet yes this is what um, i always try to explain to people as well that after you achieve the fat loss there's still more improvements to make your life better and easier that can still be made and it, it's not because i just because i can do it i can do it it's because i want to do it because i i think my tastes are now changing mm. whereas i used to have lots of chocolate and eat lots of chocolate i still have lots of chocolate in the house because it's there, it's my safety net. Because if I want some chocolate, if I don't have chocolate, I will kill for it. <laughs> That's how it gets. I, I, I'm obsessed with not having chocolate in the house. My, my buffer is a packet of chocolate digestives in the fridge, which have probably been there for six months now, untouched. Okay, so you're not, you're not using this buffer often then, clearly. I have got that emergency packet of chocolate biscuits, which is coming close to its sell-by, best before date, so we'll, we'll need to be open soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's better if you just throw it away and then get a new one. I can't just... throw food away. <laughs> it's only a pack of biscuits. It's only worth 60p. No, no, no. I, I cannot. It, it goes against the grain to throw food away. To me, it goes against the grain to throw you, to impact your health in a negative way. I would yeah. think I would think yeah. you you eating. I'll give you sixty p to not eat it, <laughs> so that you can buy a new bag of biscuits. I don't I don't mind if you eat a bag of biscuits. Honestly, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. But that's literally the way that I value it. That's literally the yeah. way that I value yeah. it. But I'm I'm older than you, so I I grew up in a household where my mum used to go without food to feed the kids. Mm because she, she was one of 11 children and times were hard. There wasn't a yes. lot of money and yes. they really had to stretch. And, and my, my grandmother, she was a cook in a big house and she cooked for the household. And 
she taught all her siblings to uh, all her children to cook from scratch to make something out of nothing Ooh, and my mother's nice. passed that on to her three children and we can all make something out of nothing oh, now. very good that's um good. that's good life skill and i i find it i can't buy takeaways you can't buy a takeaway you don't I can't a takeaway, buy a takeaway. Do i haven't had a takeaway well probably seven eight years oh my lord and what's the I reason do you just don't like it or? because i don't know what's in them okay that's interesting it took me a while to get over that with chinese food <laughs> I, I was very um and i still don't eat most chinese food from most places <laughs> but it took me a while to get to that point where and i think well the amount of money you spend on that like if you have a takeaway for i don't know three four people it can cost you 40 50 quid easily that's a week's shopping yeah easily you can have seven days meals for that amount of money you definitely can yeah this is why a lot of people save money when they join our six steps to slim program by eating better because if they actually think about how much if you get a takeaway for two it's 30 quid Literally, and the more people you add on, it just goes up by 10, 15 quid each. Literally, you're exactly right. Um, it's hundreds of pounds per month on extra snacks, maybe alcohol for some people, racks it up a little bit. Like you said, chocolate bars here and there, lattes out, this and that, or I'll have a slice of cake. And it's not only costing the wallet, it's costing the health as well. And to me, that one's more important. To me, it's health first, wealth second. It, different People are different, but... I used to love Costa. Costa, oh, I can't deny. Costa have the best carrot cake in the world. <laughs> I don't mind a Costa myself, I can't lie. I The hospital I'm working at at the moment, they actually have a Costa in, in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And last week, I thought, I'm going to treat myself because I haven't had a Costa in 18 months. Oh, all right, yes. And my favourite was always a latte. Yeah. So I thought, right, I'll have a latte, but I'll have a skinny latte. Hey, I saw this on your check-in. You did not enjoy it. It was the most disgusting <laughs> drink. <laughs> I just remembered this story. I remember seeing you this on your check-in into the group when you were letting me know how you were getting on. I ended up pouring it down the sink. It was revolting. Um, I'm just an Americano guy, so I sympathise. I'm just straight Americano. I am. I've, I've drunk black coffee now for probably over 40 years. I'm a lactose-free milk kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have cow's milk. I have oat milk. I have almond milk. I ring the changes. Mm. It depends how I feel. Mm. If I want to have cow's milk in my porridge, I'll have it. Yeah. If I don't, I'll have almond or oat yeah. milk Very or, nice. or whatever. If I've, if I've had too many calories over the weekend and... The Monday morning weigh-in isn't as good as it could be. Oh. Then I think, okay, we don't have cow's milk in our porridge this morning. What do you have? Almond milk. Oh, it's almond, yes, almond milk. So a little bit less calories than um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cow's but, milk. But I, I agree. So, so you're saying you counter for the calories there? Then that's a smart thing. So you're looking for lower calorie swaps after a little bit of a heavier eating weekend. Smart. Absolutely. I I allow myself. Um, I eat what I want to eat. 
in moderation, but but now I've I've changed it around so that I eat more fruit and veg because it does fill you up. Um, it's like my son had chips with his chicken and sweet corn the other night. Well, I substituted the chips, um, and in addition to the chicken and sweet corn, I had broccoli, carrots, and peas. Fantastic. And three quarters of my plate was vegetable. And it's a big plate of food for low calories, isn't it? You're right. It does keep you fuller for longer. Is it as nice tasting as chips? Maybe not. But does it feel better? Do you feel healthier? Your weight goes down. You don't feel bloated. So it's better in a lot of different ways. Yeah, actually, it did taste better than chips. Interesting. So you even enjoyed it. I've, I've got to that stage now. I mean, I'm, what, 19 months from my target weight. So I've been maintaining for 19 months. And I'm, I'm just... I don't want chips. I'd rather have a plate of veg. I don't want a dessert. I'd rather have four pieces of fruit. And I have filling fruit, like an apple, a big apple. So you value food differently now? I do. I, I, I've, I've learned to embrace and love the foods that I shunned, say, two years ago. I all, as a child, I remember we had apple trees and, and plum bushes and, and, and all sorts of gooseberry bushes and, and whatever in the garden when we lived in Devon. And we used to go and pick apples off the tree and, and plums and, and go and get the gooseberries. I, I fell out with gooseberries after I'd eaten a portion of gooseberries and a big bar of Nestle's chocolate um, and was rather sick afterwards. So I didn't eat gooseberries for an awfully long time because it was, of course, it was the gooseberries that made me poorly. <laughs> <laughs> things like this you you remember and having that relationship with those fruits again brings back happy memories oh that's nice i don't know if other members can sort of relate to that people who are probably in my age group you just you just remember things and it, it eating those fruits always reminds me of my dad being in the garden and, and picking the apples, picking the plums and the gooseberries and mowing the lawn and, and things like that. And I had a really, really good relationship with my dad. So it's nice to remember things and, and sort of have that relationship with those foods. Wow, that's really good. So it, it does sound like you've created a really nice balance because like you're saying, you eat fruit and you don't want a dessert, but when you did want a dessert, you still had it. You yeah. just, so you still eat what you want, but what you yeah. want has changed that's yes. that's the best bit that's, you, yeah, yes. you still eat what you want but what you actually desire and feel like you actually need is has uh, is, is, is altered slightly isn't it yes it has it has but i have a far better relationship with healthy food now than i ever did and how do you think we've got to that point education education okay interesting it does help doesn't it the more you learn about the healthy foods the, the more appealing it becomes it's definitely yes. true yes i st i still have chocolate every day if i want it yeah but it, it, it's just thinking that i like eating these good foods because they make me feel better yes they make me feel more motivated unless we're in lockdown um <laughs> more, more positive um and I've got more energy. And I, I think it's made me a nicer person as well. Well, that's interesting. Well, if you feel better overall, then maybe. 
I'm more often than not in a good mood. Mm. Whereas before I'd be really grumpy, irritable, mm. snappy, mm. horrid. Mm. Different person. It's like my Jekyll and Hyde, I suppose. <laughs> eat the crap or eat the good stuff. Who do you want to be today? Very, very interesting. It's, it is interesting with education as well, because one of the things we teach on the program as well is that 70% of all your happiness hormones inside your body are stored in the gut. So mm. it's eat crap, feel crap, eat good, feel good, isn't it? This is what you put into the stomach determines what goes out into the rest of your body, isn't it? Yeah. And it, yeah. it, it's difficult sometimes and it has to take, it takes habit building and time, doesn't it? Like I liked what you pointed out first where you weren't perfect right at the beginning of the program. It's not like you just joined and suddenly, oh, I've just eat perfect right no. now. No, no, it's taken a period of time to get here, hasn't it? And I still don't eat perfectly and I never mm. will eat perfectly mm. because we like to have treats. But you shouldn't beat yourself up about it if you've had a treat and it's taken you over maintenance because that's just one day. Like everybody's always saying it's one day draw a line under it tomorrow's yeah. another day you can yeah. balance it out over the next few days you're exactly right and beating yourself up never helps because that just creates more negativity what's well, that it, what's that going to do it just makes you feel rotten about yourself oh i'm a failure no actually you're not a failure yeah. it's just one day or one meal or... well this is this is why in the program the nightly checking is is called the win or learn isn't yeah. it? It's called the win or learn post, yeah. not win or lose. Because no. if, you, if you do well and you eat well, people comment about, oh, I've eaten this, it was good, or I'm feeling good, or my weight's down, or my calorie intake was low, or I did loads of steps or something. Mm -hmm. And if we didn't do too well, we don't focus on, oh, you're a bad person, oh, you should have done this. We just try and learn from it. Okay, why didn't you do so well? Is there something we could do in future to try and help you do a little bit better? Yeah. Sometimes there is, sometimes there isn't. And then we move on forward and retry. Yeah, we all wake up in a different mood. Every day is different because it's because you can't repeat the previous 24 hours. And I think you need you need to sort of step back and think, well, that was yesterday. Today's today and tomorrow's tomorrow. And what can we do to make ourselves feel better? We can do it this way or if we want to feel worse, we can do it the wrong way. Which most of us have tried before, haven't we? We've tried the wrong way before and found it not pleasurable nobody is perfect nobody ever will be perfect it would be a really boring world if we were all perfect yes i like to point out to our six steps to slim members as well that i also don't eat perfect because i want them to see that not only am i a professional nutritionist but i'm also slim but i also still don't eat perfect so they they are they shouldn't be trying to aim to be perfect or even even what perfect would be would be subjective wouldn't it that's not even a real thing there's no there's, there's no such thing as perfect it's no it's it's uh, there's a lot of opinion perfect doesn't exist there's a lot of opinion and conjecture in there yeah. isn't there yeah yeah different to, are, perfect to one person it'd be different to another that's right absolutely you you are what you want to be and i wasn't what i wanted to be but i am now if that makes sense it does it does, and it takes a while to get there, doesn't it? Yes, it, it does. It's, it it's does. a different length journey for every single person. It took, I mean, me, it took me years. For, for the first year of maintenance, I, I was eating similar foods um, to those that got me where I wanted to be. But probably since before Christmas, I don't know, October, November time, when we went into November lockdown, <laughs> I just thought, oh, blow this. 
and I just started to change what I was eating and thinking well I do like fruit really why aren't I eating more of it so I started to do it and, and thinking why am I doing all this baking just so that my son gets fatter that's not really a, a good mother is it <laughs> and he when I stopped making the cakes because of the, I, I don't buy cakes I make cakes I, I cook with ingredients um, I do cheat on occasion I will admit because I, I do like Uncle Ben's no added sugar sweet and sour sauce Oh, look, look at you. <laughs> How dare you <laughs> using a pre-made sauce? I know, I know. La -la. <laughs> it's usually on a work day. <laughs> but no, we all we all cheat now and again. There are days when we don't feel like cooking from scratch, so we cheat or we get our, our son or daughter to cook for us or husband if you've got one. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I stopped doing the baking I stopped buying all the chocolate treats. I still had my secret stash, of course. Um, and he's lost weight because he has a sedentary job. He works from home. He sat at a computer all day. He's an avid gamer in the evenings. He does his own video streaming of his games and, and things like that. So he's pretty much in a chair for, I don't know, 16, 18 hours a day. Yeah. He's not one to embrace exercise. He's very much his mother's son, as I <laughs> used to be. Not now. But I, I still don't find the motivation for home exercise. It's difficult, isn't it's it? It's very difficult, this, especially difficult. this time around. And I, I am so looking forward to April when the gyms reopen. Same for me as well. Yeah, I used to be a personal trainer for 10 years and still do a little bit of personal training now. Mm -hmm. So I'm a flipping professional exerciser <laughs> and i i also don't have crazy motivation to no. exercise at home no not really i just do it because so do i want to do it no do i do it yes because i know like you with the healthy eating if i don't do it i'll feel worse yeah because yeah. i've tried not exercising before and it's good for my mental health it's good for my physical health mm. it's one of the things that i use for balance so that i can also have a nice dessert like yesterday with my girlfriend we cooked um dessert waffles yeah um we've got a waffle maker we made up some batter got some toppings etc through the one mm. i want to be able to eat nice things like this but i also want to be slim so i have to i have to create a balance so i eat healthy most of the time and i try and do a step count if i can i try and get out for a walk now and again but i also try and do a little bit of i also have personally like toning goals though as well like to be a little bit toned so that, yeah. that's what i'm aiming for next toning but i need i need an instructor to help me to do that and, and once we go back to the gyms i can do the classes and and do the toning and that will be my project. When we it's interesting, isn't it? Yes. One of the things I've mentioned on the Zoom meetings, the, the ones for the actual Six Steps to Slim members that we join on, is that it's interesting for me as an external perspective, because I see all the people that I'm helping as stages on a journey. Mm. 
like you you've you've described to us your beginning of the program you started checking your calories you thought oh this is a bit high you were trying over a period of weeks to get that calorie intake down then you did the fat loss then you move on to maintenance like for a year eating roughly the same foods that was a stage on your journey then you've gone through maintenance with different foods now you're exploring how you can keep your weight low with different foods then the next next stage you're going to go on the toning journey and it's lovely for me to see people end up in places they never thought they were going to be and it's just steady steady one of the things i loved what you said is i said how did we do this you said little changes maybe just one change every two or three weeks and i thought yes that is exactly it tiny little changes often that's what we do isn't it nobody can go whole hog you can't make lots of changes and expect to win yes because you you can make lots of changes but you'll crash and burn yes yeah Yeah. people burn out fat loss is too long of a journey that's right. It's far better just to do little tweaks here and there and then try it. If you like it, great. You adopt it. If you don't like it, you try something else. Yes, this is what I explain to everybody on consultations when they come to join the program. Yep. That's what we're going to do. We're going to yep. try some different calorie swaps. You might try. You tried walking for a little bit, didn't you? Um, <laughs> no, I saw your face yep. then. And you didn't like it, did you? hate it but i'm proud of you you tried it you gave it a shot and you actually gave it a consistent shot not even like twice you actually went out for a period of like two months or something just no it was only, it was only it was a 30-day challenge oh was it a 30-day challenge no, no, I knew it was a period lockdown, of time for sure yeah, yeah yeah and i i had to do it. it it was a chore hated it at the time <laughs> first few days were fine but then on days when it was raining or oh, blowing yes. a hoolie it was it was just yes. horrible absolutely yes. horrible and yes. I, I i really did begrudge going out yeah um but you gave it a shot didn't you and you never you gave it a good a month's a good amount of time to decide if you're going to like it or not and yeah. feel like if you're getting into yeah. it and you decided no you decided you prefer your gym work instead I all do. right yeah I all do. right we tried but, it but now having started work even though it's just temporary i started work in january i do walk a bit more than i have been doing okay because i walked to the tram stop which is nice. only five minutes away and then when I get off at the other end, I have to walk up a hundred stairs okay. across yeah. a footbridge into the main building of the hospital. I then have to walk um, the half the width of the hospital to get to the main reception. I then walk probably, I don't know, a hundred steps to get to the stairs. Then I'll do the 96 stairs and I count every single one of them every single day, both up and down. And then I have a short walk to the department I work in. If you miss one of the stairs, do you restart? No. (laughs) 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 But by by the top of the 96 stairs, I'm out of breath and my heart's pounding. That's good. That's a good thing. Got a little fitness so it, in there each it, day. It's a good bit of cardio first yeah. thing in the morning. Sounds and like it's it. And it's half past seven in the morning. Um, <laughs> I used to find it knackering, but it's not so much now. It's getting easier. So that's my bit of exercise on three days a week, which is better than nothing. <laughs> oh, way better. You have to times. You have to times nothing by infinity to get to something. So it's infinitely better than doing nothing, literally. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've, I've managed um, over 5,000 steps at work. Oh, good. That's over nice. the last couple of days. So because I've been up and down and up and down and up and down. That helps. Um, That's nice. Doing jobs that I wasn't supposed to do, but I've 
had to pick up. That's nice. Um, can I ask you then how you would find, how you'd say you found the weight maintenance versus the fat loss period? Like if you look back on the fat loss period, how tough, let's say, do you think that was versus when you've got into the maintenance? How have you found that section? Um, I think when I first joined, the, the actual starting you're quite enthusiastic at the very beginning and you think yes oh, yeah yeah and you're really eager and impatient to get to where you want to be um and i i felt that i probably lost the weight quite quickly even though i didn't have an awful lot to lose and and at three months i was doing the happy dance on on the morning that those scales said nine stone I was thinking, yeah, punching the air and really, really, hey, yeah, that's brilliant. 11 pound in three months, did you say it was? Yes. Yeah, so it's one pound a week-ish, good. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's really nice. Yes. That's, that takes a 500 per day deficit-ish, doesn't it? Which at your at your body weight and height, both of them small-ish, yeah? yeah, good work, good work. And I thought, that's great. And I, and I, I thought, I, I, I can remember on the day I, I sat in the chair and I thought, that's 11 pounds of visceral fat I've lost. Mm. So that's 11 pounds of fat that is not clogging my vital organs. Mm -hmm. But I've still got more to lose of that visceral fat. Now or then By when you achieve the goal, did you mean? Pardon? Did you mean now or did you mean when you achieve your goal, you thought you had more to lose? Um, I, I think of that now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think of that now, and and I think by probably toning and maintaining the eating pattern I have, that that will probably help. Toning is a fantastic thing. Um, mm. It brings probably different but equal amount of benefits to people's lives as healthy eating, yeah. especially as people age toning becomes more and more and more and more important yeah. not be, not because of aesthetic reasons of oh i want to look toned but for health mm. it becomes vitally important and for mm. a small lady like you you can boost your metabolism significantly by building a little bit of muscle tone because yeah. those extra pounds of muscle that you build on it's keeping you safer it's keeping you sturdier it's keeping you steadier it means your injury rate and risk will go down. It means your mobility and movement will stay better as you age. It means mm -hmm. your heart's stronger, your joints are stronger, your bones are stronger. So many benefits. Like with the healthy eating, you mentioned not only, yes, you lost weight because one of your original goals was clothes size, but what you've got out of it at the other end is feelings of health and well-being and self-control and even a little bit of self-confidence maybe and a bit more happiness that that kind of those kind of things will increase as well with the toning you'll feel stronger and more confident and you'll move better and you'll be bounding up those steps easily and you'll be thinking yes and that'll carry on carry on as we age it gets really really important it, it's very very important because um of my strong family history of strokes yes okay so keeping your heart strong with a little bit of exercise and, keeping and your... that was one of the main factors of getting my weight down eating yeah, a lot yeah, healthier yeah. losing that fat yeah um now wanting to tone i mean i, I my dress size now is a 10 Good, i've never nice. been a 10 in my bloody life oh, till now look at you, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> so that, that's absolutely amazing even as a teenager i was never a size 10 mm -hmm. so uh, that that 
when I actually fitted into size 10 clothes, again, another happy dance, because that's something I never thought I would ever be. And it's great, really great. I, I, and I just feel more vitalized. Life's great. And that, that's how it's made me feel. And going back to maintaining, I still, like I said, tweak foods. I still look for lower calorie options. I've gone from eating full fat yogurt to lower fat yogurt to fat free yogurt to hardly eating yogurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've gone, I've tried the half fat cheese. So I've, I've gone from eating mature cheddar, um, tried the half fat, it's like eating rubber. <laughs> I, I used to buy a large block every week and eat the lot in the week. Since going to work, I've started buying cheese again and I have sort of 30 grams three times a week. Okay, yeah, this is not a lot. With cherry tomatoes, about 10 cherry tomatoes, 50 grams of blueberries. That's my lunch. It's healthy because I've got fruit in the tomatoes and the blueberries. Yeah, cheese and yogurt and these things are not unhealthy and fats no, in these no, fats in Everything these items in are moderation. Yeah, it's not unhealthy. The fats and it's not bad either. I understand what you mean. You're just looking for lower calorie versions of things just yeah. to be able to still eat what you want, but yeah. be able to keep the weight down as well, rather than just one or the other. That's right. That's right. But but I'm I'm very much a, a scale hopper, a daily scale hopper. What do you mean? Um, I hop on the scales every morning. Oh, you weigh yourself every day. I weigh myself oh, okay, every right. day. Mainly it's to see how different foods affect the weight and the yeah. bloating. Okay, yeah. Um, that's my way that I, I have checking in and weighing keep me on track. Checking into the Six Steps to Slim group. Yes, checking in every night. And that that's, for me, that's vital. I will say you're an absolute superstar in that area and that would be a top tip from me to anybody is after you achieved your goal, everybody who achieves their goal in the six steps of slim program, they get free access afterwards. You've stuck around and you've kept checking in. You, mm. you, you check in every single day. Don't mm. you? Basically. Totally, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say basically every single day. And it's, it's a, I will say this on your behalf. It's a decent check-in. You're not copy and pasting the same thing day by day. No. I've seen, no, I see. Cause I read it every single yeah. day. I read your check-in every day. Yeah. You, you don't only, you don't, you're not only just saying, I have eaten this many calories. You talk about what you've been up to a little bit, if things impacted you positively, if things yeah. impacted you negatively. Yeah. Yeah. So you give, a, you, you, I can tell you're actually thinking daily, how has my day gone? Has yes. it been positive? Has it been negative? How am I feeling? I see when you've overeaten a little bit, you say, okay, I've overeaten. So for the next few days, I'm going to try and keep it on track. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like keeping a diary without having the book. It's like a little dear diary. I agree. Yeah. yeah it's a little check in yeah. with yourself. Yeah. And I check people's check ins. That's the yeah. game. And, and I think also an, another, another, another good thing for me, I, I'm not much of an alcohol drinker. Okay. Yeah. So that frees up calories. Yeah. To spend so them I, in other areas. Yeah. I can concentrate more on actually eating food rather than what I would consider wasted calories for me. I mean, I'm a driver. And I like driving mm -hmm. and 
I don't drink and drive. I've never. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I did do it once and I was absolutely paralytic and I drove home. And oh, my Lord. My, my, oh, I was when I was in my very early 20s. <laughs> And my friend literally had to carry me up the stairs. I don't know how I managed to drive us back. Oh <laughs> but we learned from that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, 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 like, I like to be able to eat quantity. But I now eat good quantity, healthy quantity, low calorie, so I can eat more of it. Oh, I agree. I also like to eat a lot of food. And uh, this is one of the things I try and instill in people in, in through the program. If you like to eat a lot of food, you can eat more food, the healthier food that you eat. When you're eating a load of junk, you're just going to feel sick and you're just going to put weight on. You can eat loads of food and still stay slim. You just have to eat slightly lower calorie versions of things and then you can eat tons. People yeah. say to me all the time, you eat loads and still stay slim. And I'm like, yep, but it's not because I've got a flipping naturally fast metabolism or anything like this. It's because I use the six steps to slim to balance it out. I would rather have 300 calories worth of fruit, of fruit and veg than a bar of chocolate now. I personally would feel different on different days but i still like i I still like to have the availability of the chocolate treat there if i want to eat it sometimes it's just sufficient to open the fridge and look at it because i have to keep chocolate in the fridge (laughs) (laughs) i would never do this i would never do this it's funny isn't it how people have different tendencies it's funny but but yeah, so, I mean, the journey has been a really, really positive one for me. And it, it's like you board the train when it's empty. And by changing your habits, you're sort of adding something to that, that carriage. Does that, I don't know if that makes sense at all, but but I, I just think, well, at the start of the journey, you're on board. Times throughout the journey, you step off, you step back, you perhaps have something in your life that impacts on your journey, and then you join again when you're ready. And I, I think I've, I've probably seen a lot of that with various members over the last couple of years. Yeah, of course. Nobody's contracted yeah. into the program. Are no. They? We don't, no, we don't no, force but, people or pressure it, people to stay even if it's just like a few days that, that they've not checked in uh, and then they've made a post that's, that's yeah. well, I've, I've been off, off track for a bit and blah, blah, blah. That's all part of the game. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I absolutely agree with you there as well. Yeah, mm. but we don't pressure people that they have to eat no. a calorie deficit every day. We don't really expect that people are going to eat perfectly it's not like you just magically have one conversation with me on the phone and then just suddenly well hey you just eat perfectly from now on and it just all goes perfectly smooth there's also life to contend with isn't there yes yeah yeah. but yeah got on the train and i'm still on the journey and i always will be on the journey because it's a never-ending journey that's what i mean about the stages it's quite interesting isn't it like the Mm. the six steps to slim you could keep working on them essentially forever I still work on them now. I literally still work on them now. My own six steps to slim. And I've been a professional for over a decade. (laughs) I I don't think you ever, once, once you know the healthy habits, once they're instilled and you've got your head around it, I don't think you'll ever really lose that knowledge and want to go back to how you were. 
or that's how I feel, certainly, anyway. I think, well, that, that says to me externally that you've done things the right way, because I, I often say to people in consultations, they, people sometimes say to me, oh, but yeah, I usually get a couple of weeks into a diet and then I just hate it and or it just explodes and goes wrong. And I often explain to people that if you're doing things the right way and if we make the right food changes and the food changes that you like and you do the exercise that you like, if you can or want to exercise at all, et cetera, and we do it all in your way, you'll feel better every time you lose a pound, not worse. And then you won't want to stop because you'll feel great. If, yeah. if, it's, if it's not a struggle, the weight's coming down or it's where you want it to be. You feel better than before. You've got more energy. You're eating more different foods. You met, if you've used the six steps to slim properly, your metabolism will be faster at the end. This is all good. This is all positive. You want, you, you, you've tried the, the path of overeating which seems easier at first, but it's a slippery slope. It tastes nice and it seems easy at first, but it's a slippery slope into negativity, isn't it? And when we get down there, it just gets darker and darker. And when you decide you want to crawl back the other way, then it can be a tough little journey. We've all, we've all tried. Everybody who comes to my program, at least, has tried uh, the, the theory of I'll eat whatever and it'll be great. Or I'll eat whatever and I don't care or I'll not mind. And we've all found it categorically to be false. This is why yes. people come to talk to me because they've, they've been trying. They all just eat whatever and they think, God, this is not working out. I'm going to have to mm. make some changes here. Mm. So then they come and have a little conversation with me. And if we make the right changes, it'll feel better, not worse. You're moving to a better place. And then you're exactly right. You won't want to stop. So I'm glad. Yeah. I'm really glad I mean, that I, you said that. I had a, a rubbish weekend last weekend mm -hmm. because I had chips. I had pizza. I had all sorts of things that, that weren't particularly healthy, but I still had a lot of healthy foods as well. Um, and I know I can do that. It, it happened to be an anniversary, uh, a significant anniversary. Yeah. And I just felt a bit down in the dumps and I thought I need a bit of comfort food here. Yeah. So I'm going to have it Yeah. because I know being off track for a couple of days isn't going to make an awful lot of difference because no, I know it, how to claw it back. Exactly. It makes even less difference when you're at the stage that we are also at, because I'm at calorie maintenance too. I don't necessarily want to be much slimmer than I am now. Okay, if I lost a couple of pounds, cool. If not, eh, I don't really mind. When you're at calorie maintenance, it's even easier to balance it than when you're on the actual dieting program. Even one weekend when you're trying to lose weight doesn't make much difference. It's about what you do on average. Yeah. But, you're, but when you're losing weight, you're trying to balance your calorie intake at an average low, Mm. when you finish the fat loss, the game actually becomes easier because you, you've still got to try and balance your calorie intake. Because if we, if we keep eating low calories, you'll keep losing weight and people don't want to sometimes be too slim or just lose weight forever. That makes no sense. If you start overeating, that's not going to work because then the weight's going to come back. So we've still got to maintain a balance at the end, but it's an easier balance because it, the average calorie intake you're trying to balance that is higher. So you can get away with more, essentially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in the very fortunate position where I'm well below my maintenance uh, um, weight, my goal weight, rather, um, because I'm nearly half a stone lighter than my intended. Well, then it matters even less what you do, doesn't it? Because you're ahead of the um, game already. And, but I, I, I do think now, oh, well, maybe you shouldn't think it doesn't matter if I go up to eight stone 10, eight stone 12, because really... In my head, it does matter. Oh, okay. This is the game. It's just your personal perspective, isn't it? Yeah. It's what, it's what you yeah. want from yourself. Yeah. I've never told you what weight you should be, no. and I never will. No, that's not real. That's my opinion. No. That means nothing. 
for a great number of years, I was eight stone three. And I keep saying to myself, shall I go back down to eight stone three? But then I look at myself in the mirror and I think, I've got a few lumps and bumps, which all have stories. No, because if I go down to eight stone three, those stories won't be visible to me anymore. Oh, okay. That's very interesting. So you're just going to go on the turning up method instead, yes. which is good for health and it's good for positivity in other ways. It's also nice to have goals that are positive to keep chasing and moving towards yeah. after. So yeah. it's nice. So now I'm, I'm happy where I am. I'm happy with my dress size. It's just concentrate on the toning now. Yeah. And, and we just keep focusing on healthy eating just for a healthy life and healthy living and happiness, don't we? Yes. yes. Long may it continue. Yeah, that's the game of it all. That's Because I want to reach 100 years old. Oh, I'd love it if you did. <laughs> I would love that. I would love it. I hope, I hope I'm hope. i 100 and you're 100 and something, depending on whatever the gap of our age might be, and we're both sat there <laughs> just chuckling to ourselves still. <laughs> still checking in. <laughs> still checking in. That'd be fantastic. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> I'd love that so much. So would you say then, last thing, last thing would you say you had any one or two top tips for people not not for during the fat loss let's say they they're, they're doing the fat loss the weight's coming down afterwards though for weight maintenance do you think you've got a tip or two for people on how it's how you can manage your weight after maybe you've already spoken about it but maybe just hit us with one or two things um what can i say one thing i would say is don't beat yourself up ever because you all have the knowledge and the education. Carry on making the tweaks. I don't weigh anything now. I probably haven't weighed anything for 10 months. In terms of your actual foods in, terms in of your diet? Food quantity. Yes, okay. Um, I will have an odd day where I might have something that's different yeah, and I'll good. pop it into MFP for just to check on it to see what the calorific value is and also if I'm making things then obviously I need to find out what the calories are but I won't actually log it yeah um, I just think it's go with go with how you feel go with your instinct you know what calories are contained in whatever foods you're eating. Just be aware of the portion sizes that you don't eat too much more than you would have done where you're still counting. I love that. That's a really, that's a really relaxed answer because some people seem often quite worried about the weight maintenance after because a lot of people have lost weight before and then the weight's just come back. So they get yeah. to that point and they think, oh my Lord, I've no. screwed it up so many times. But no. this time with the way that the Six Steps to Slim members go through the process, like you're saying, they understand their foods. They know what it takes to make the weight go down. They've made it yeah. go down. They know what yeah. it takes. If it's going back up, you know why. Don't pretend yeah. your calorie yeah. intake's gone up. You can take it down. You've done it before. Don't be obsessive about it because you've got to learn to sort of adapt to a more relaxed lifestyle once you've reached your goal and you're happy where you are don't obsess about food 
you know what to do, you know how to eat. Just carry on. Yeah, I, I love that. I, I agree. I always encourage people to carry on. Or sometimes I encourage people to restart calorie mm. counting after they achieve calorie maintenance, you know, after they achieve their goal. Because some people like, like you, for example, um, not everybody calorie counts on our program. I don't calorie count. Um, you said you mostly don't calorie count things. Like I also weigh and measure some things out, like when I made waffles because I was following a recipe yesterday. Um, so you do check some things, of course, but... It's not the be all and end all. Once you're at maintenance, once once you've been at maintenance for a few months, you, you it just sort of becomes routine and, and you know what portion sizes are, what sort of calories, you can average it out. You, you, you know up here mm. what eight grams of broccoli looks like. Yeah. For example. If, if you've checked doing the calorie counting properly, like we encourage people to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And with fruit and veg, does it really matter if you've got slightly more? Not much, on your does plate. It? It's low no. calories anyway. Yeah, exactly. And it only and keeps it, you fuller for longer, so it might help right. you eat less later. Yeah. So it's like it's all a balance, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I love, what, I love what you said there about sticking with it, keep going forward a little bit, keep counting your calories, learn to balance at an easier, yes. more relaxed level. Yes. Keep at it, keep working on your healthy eating, keep working on your steps or your gymming, keep working on your positive habits. Don't just let it go because you've yeah. got there. Stay in this positive place. That's right. That's mm. right. But, but it, I mean, it is a life-changing game that we're playing. Well, we are. We're playing a habit change game, aren't we? People and come to us to change for life, yeah? The, the end result is just fantastic. So. Worth, worth it, then, you'd say, <laughs> for the struggle and for listening to me give you a thousand ear beatings. <laughs> but you don't give me. You don't give people ear beatings. I know. I'm only kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's 500% worth it really well more than that infinity really it's just educating you to put good food in your body so that your body's healthier that's exactly the game i agree that's yeah. exactly the game yeah. i think we should leave it on your nice summary there then what do you think i don't think i can top that summary at the end <laughs> and don't forget to drink plenty of water oh that's one of your favorite <laughs> habits and tips isn't it <laughs> any any time anybody makes a post about um feeling dehydrated or what can i do about water inside the group you're always there andrea yeah. parks first person commenting on helping people increase hydration it's important it is the sixth step to slim yeah it, it's I never used to drink water. I, I would go all day surviving on one coffee. Yeah. And, and you I don't realise how poor you feel when you do that. No, I used to wake up with night cramps in my legs. Oh, my Lord, And, yeah. and wondered why. Yeah. But, but now, as I say, water, so important. It's surprising, isn't it, how much... I mean, I'm sometimes surprised how much water I actually need to drink. If I just keep a glass with me and I just see what water my body actually wants. Because if you drink a glass of water and you're not thirsty, your body kind of gives you this feeling to stop, doesn't it? It's difficult to over-drink water. You kind yeah. of... If you try and drink it and you don't want it, if it's just... Yeah. Water, you just Your body just doesn't accept it in some strange way. But I often think it's surprising how much water my body actually needs. Mm. I wonder if I was a caveman, would I be able to find this much water constantly, like litres per day to survive? <laughs> this must be an issue. Must be an issue. We're going to need a rain catcher or something. Yeah. But I do make a point of eight glasses minimum a day. Do if, you? Oh, my Lord. That's intense. Yeah. You drink more yeah. than me, probably. Well, having worked for a gastroenterologist for yes. nearly 20 years, walking fiber water for your digestion yeah 
that's the game. You're exactly right. You're yeah. exactly right. And people have well-rounded goals on our program as well, not just not just weight loss. People do come to us with digestive issues and they do need to drink more water. People come to us with, sometimes people just comment, they've got headaches and stuff, don't they? Or they're changing this or they're changing. And, and it's, we, we work on all different kinds of healthy habits. Mm-hmm. And for your actual fat loss, hydration is not directly correlated, but for your health, well-being, mental health, just energy levels and so many other things, water is so vital. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Stay hydrated, kids. <laughs> that's the that's the summary of the show then. Anything else, then, Andrea? No, I don't think so. It's been lovely chatting. All right, my dear. It's been lovely to chat to you again, t- uh, too. I'm sure I'll see you on one of the Zoom meetings and on the check-ins inside the group. Yep, definitely. All right. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you for the opportunity. Always lovely to speak to you. Thank you for and listening, you. everybody. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Take, take care.